Welcome to another episode of No One Is Listening. I am your host, Jen, and with me in the studio... In the studio! ...is our other host, Steve. Steve, say hello. Hello. Um, Steve, so we are here today to talk about um, what I'm calling the AZN representation. Asian. Asian representation. Um, so by the time this episode drops in October, um, it'll be a little bit distant from our memories, but um, we had a really good summer, mm-hmm. um, and by we, I mean us as Asian Americans, um, you know, in the month of August specifically, um, there's a lot happening in terms of representation of our culture and mm-hmm. our faces on, um, on Hollywood cinema, and so um, really the movie that kind of opened that floodgate or opened that um, discussion is Crazy Rich Asians, so yeah. we're going to... We're going to spend a little bit of time unpacking the success of it and kind of what it meant for us personally, what it meant for Hollywood, what it means, how we move forward from here. And then we'll um, talk a little bit about some of the other movies that came um, after um, that I also really loved. I had a really, really good month of um, just being really, really happy. (laughs) That sounds so loserish, but... um, uh, I remember um, two of the movies that we're going to talk about dropped on the same weekend, and I oh, did they drop on the same weekend? And I um, or like one dropped like the weekend after that, and I uh-huh. think I may have watched Crazy Rotations like um, a little bit late. I don't even remember when I watched Crazy Rotations. Actually, I'm pretty sure I watched the first weekend. I'm pretty sure you did. Um, and then the other movie dropped the same weekend, so I ended up watching it back to back. And I wish it's like, good. in heaven. So. Without further ado, or just delaying this, we can talk about Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. Um, so, Steve, I'm not shaming you, but you are one of the very few people in America um, who have not watched it yet. Uh, yeah, I have not watched Crazy Rich Asians yet. Uh, I do plan on it. Just we haven't had time to, and we have had time. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't available on Movie Pass, which we're going to get rid of. Uh, very immediately. Soon. Yeah, immediately right after this episode. Um. So, you know what, before we go into uh, some of, like, the background information, why don't you do, like, a plot okay. summary for yep. it, and then we'll go into some of the stuff that... The numbers. And the numbers yeah. and, like, what it means and all sure. that. So, Crazy Rich Asians um, is based on a book by the author Kevin Kwan. It follows the story of a woman named Rachel Chu, who is an American-born Chinese um woman who is a an economics professor and she's been dating this guy named Nick for about a year and in the beginning of the movie he asks her to come with him to Singapore where he's from for his best friend's wedding and she's never met his family she doesn't know this whole side of his um his life and before long his secret is revealed that he is from a family that is crazy rich and um he's he literally may be the most eligible bachelor in Asia, and she had no idea. And so, this, um, so the, so then the movie really takes place in Singapore, where he brings her back, and um, she learns really quickly about social classes, wealth, um, and just having to navigate a world in which he's basically this like royal celebrity. Um, also has a mother who's very overprotective, who's very protective of him, his wealth, and having to deal with all of that. Um, you know, the movie is the first 
movie in 25 years that features an all-Asian mm-hmm. cast, which is kind of crazy. Um, but, you know, I think 2018 was a really good year, right? We got Black Panther, yep. which was just a phenomenal, 100% re- like approval rating. approval rating movie. And, um, and then this movie uh, followed, and I don't know that the... Rotten Tomato score is 100% on this one, but it's it's pretty high up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, it is a romantic comedy, and actually, um, someone we both know, like, I don't know if it was a tweet or a Facebook post, but, like, had posted something about, like, oh, you know what, like, I don't love the title, and I don't love that it's a romantic comedy, but I'll take one for the team, and I'll go watch it. And it, I saw Red, and what pissed me off the most about it is the this like cavalier attitude towards romantic comedies which I'm a huge fan of um and again I get it like romantic comedies are not everybody's cup of tea but for me the reason why this being a romantic comedy is so important and integral to everything is is the fact that like historically Asians are not looked at as sexual objects and objects of desire in anything, right? Unless you're in the Eastern world and that's that's your, you know. Um, and so you don't get romantic comedies where... Like, Standards of beauty are normally white. Yes. And so in this movie, not only is Henry Golding good looking, but like literally every single gentleman and every single like lady in this movie are beautiful and so the fact that like this movie is able to cast these people of objects of attraction people who are multi-dimensional people who um have a lot to be desired it, it speaks volumes to me and i'm glad that the first movie in 25 years with an all asian cast is not some marvel action movie N- literally nothing against black panther because you know i love black panther so much but it, it is a romantic comedy um and so i just felt like that was very important to say and like i remember like i never engage in facebook dialogue but i had to like kind of say like, something say something um i've never gotten a response from it but whatever and you know and i'm also glad it wasn't like uh this, like, super serious movie about, like, Asian heritage that was, like, an, like you know what I mean? Right, it was because it's not relatable to everybody. Yeah, and it, it, you know what it was? It was just a regular movie that happens mm-hmm. to have an all-Asian cast. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't need to have an all-Asian cast, you know? Wait, this movie? Yeah, what I'm saying is, like, that story. Like, you could have done a a movie about a girl who's with a guy, who has an overprotective rich mom, yeah. and it could have been, it, that could be any culture. Yes. You know what I mean? And they just happen to make it Asian. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but the fact that it is Asian is very important, and it's yes. Asian-centered. So, yes. So we're not dismissing that. Exactly. Asian uh, right, right, right. is not an important part of the story, because it, it definitely is, but I totally understand what yeah. you're saying. Like, my, my thing is, also, it's like, it's cool in that, like, I actually don't like when people compare Crazy Rich Asians to Black Panther. Like, oh, this is like our Black Panther. they shouldn't. They shouldn't. Those are two totally different things. The only only similarity I see between the two, and I'm sure I'll, like, be able to speak more about this once I see the movie, is the only similarities I see between the two movies is what if the center of the world was not white? Mm, Yeah. You know what I mean? What if the center of the world was not white? And that's pretty cool to see. 
in movies across multiple cultures and because there is no center of the world. You know what I mean? There are many very important, prominent cultures and parts of the world that can and should be explored. Yeah, and you know? both the movies take both of those movies take place not in America yes. and in those parts of the world that people are not used to seeing. Exactly. At least in this country. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, why don't we get into some of the uh the nitty gritty about this movie. So the budget was thirty million dollars, mm-hmm. right? And opening weekend, um the optimistic projections were twelve to fifteen million dollars. And it nearly made its entire budget back opening weekend mm-hmm. with $26 million. It, uh, right now, uh, worldwide, is at over $200 million. Uh, I believe U.S. is like 170, 160 to $170 million. Uh, Overseas is, is $50 million. I mean, It's made its budget back just in foreign, you know, let alone like domestic being, you know, $170 million. So it is a resounding success. And, you know, I heard that Netflix had greenlit them for three movies and said they could have creative freedom. And John Chu was like, no, I needed to be, I need to show people that it can be a theatrical success. Yes. Yep. Also, um, you know, in line with that Netflix um, narrative, uh, the author of the of the book, Kevin Kwan, um, he rejected lots of lucrative offers and optioned his film for a dollar so that he could maintain involvement with uh, creative and development uh, decisions because he was getting so many producers telling him, what if we cast a white person? Oh, um, really? This, and it's just, he... You know, or like he would hear, like, "Oh, it's a pity you don't have a white character. Nobody would be interested in watching this." You know, and so it just goes to show you, like, Asian Asian representation doesn't work unless you have visionaries or artists standing by the vision, yeah. by yeah. their vision. Yeah, hundred percent. Obviously, you know, you have to have the studios and the directors and the producers who also buy into your vision, but you have to stand strong yeah. to to what you imagine the world to be or the, the world that you created. Um, it's it's just it's crazy to me. Like I, with the amount of pressures that the movie faced, you know, it's it's such a relief that it was a commercial success. Yeah. It's such a relief that it's a good, entertaining movie that was well reviewed. I can't even imagine what it would have been like if Oof. it was terrible and like. And no one's saying it's gonna get an Oscar. It just needed to be maybe the best good. popular film oh my that they've gosh. taken now taken away oh from the Oscars. God. Um, yeah. But can I mean? Can you even imagine like what that what that would have been like? So it's 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 so many things that hinged on Crazy Rich Asians that maybe it was unfair, right? I would say unfair. But it it stood up to all of those yep. pressures, which yes, is which is great, um, and it really does open the door um, for uh, just more movies being made and producers not being able to say no. Um, Movies like this don't make money. Yeah, and I, I think it, I'm glad. You know, we you had mentioned to me before that when you went to to watch it, that it wasn't like an all Asian theater. Yeah. And I think what it goes to show is, I think we have to give audiences and everyone credit that like we're not gonna just go watch. People aren't just gonna go watch movies that are cast with people that only look like them. Like, let's give like white people some credit. And be like, yeah, white people aren't only gonna go watch movies that have white people. Like, black people only aren't yeah. gonna only go watch movies with black people. Like, 
Asians aren't gonna and like people won't only go watch movies that star people like them. Let's like give everyone a little bit of credit here. Yes. You know? And not only people who look like them, but I'm not gonna only go watch stories that I I yes. that are familiar to me, right? That's a great like point. am I a superhero? No. But I will go watch, you know, Venom as I mentioned in our last episode. Um the things that like you like it's it's such an unfair thing to say people aren't going to watch things that that they can't relate to because isn't that the point of going to the It's escapism, and, right? Yeah. And to learn about different yes. cultures and different stories. So, I don't know. I, you know, I not to borrow the phrase time's up, but like time's up, guys. Like you can't say things like that anymore and we need to get more things made. And it's not just the Asians. Like I need more people of color and more stories featuring people of color to be um to be made and to yeah. be greenlit and for and not only um here's the other thing, like not every movie that comes out is gonna be as successful as Crazy Rich Asians. Right, right, like right. this is a very, very um, People were like geared up for this. Yes, and it, it was an extraordinary type of, um, I think, set of circumstances, and um, and but that should be okay, right? Like we make plenty of movies featuring non-diverse, um, yeah. non-diverse casts that don't make money and are considered failures, and they're oh, you're allowed to take those risks and flop all the time and so the next crazy rich asian that comes out that doesn't make 168 million doesn't mean no more asian right so i just i need that to also be part of this like narrative yeah yeah no 100 percent. you know i think i think everything you said is you know 100 percent right and you hit the nail you hit the nail on the head for sure you know i think if only Asian like those those producers are right in that hypothetically, if only Asians watched movies that had all Asian casts, then they're not worth it. Yeah. They're not worth making. Yeah. But again, like let's give some people some credit. Like I don't think anyone just only wants to watch people that look like them. I don't think I don't think most people care yeah. about that. You know what I mean? I don't think I, I just don't think anyone cares about you know what I mean? Maybe they did Maybe in the they past. Did, yeah. Maybe they did, but I think as they've seen, I think if you show them more movies, if we show people more movies with diverse casts, with all non-white casts, the people get used to it, and it won't be a big deal. And then once once you normalize that, then like who cares? You know. And so that's why I think Crazy Rich Asians is so important. I know I haven't seen it, but I, I'm going to. I want to. I think that's why Crazy Rich Asians. Thank goodness it was good. You know yeah. what I mean? I like you said. I think it had a lot of burden on its shoulders. I'm sure John Chu had a lot on his shoulders, but I mean, he did a, he did a phenomenal job. What what is he directed? Like step up movies? Like what? What's I his... think it's this like not the first step up, but some of the some of the sequels. Okay. I believe, and I, I ride or die for step up too. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, no, I think. I think Crazy Rich Asians is a step in the right direction. I don't think it... And I don't think we need to make it more important than it is also. You know, we don't have to be like, oh, you know, this is like our Black Panther. This is, you know, like a coming out party for... You know, like, this is, I think, just one step in a... A a big step, but it's just one step in, like, the right direction. I don't think it's 
answered every problem, you know. Um, but I also don't think it's it's nothing. You know, it's definitely something, and it, it just goes to show that you can have an all Asian casted movie be a a huge commercial success, huge commercial success. Um, you know, you'd mention you know another movie that came out shortly after that. Should we move on yes. to that too? Because you know, I think if it was just, I think if it was just Crazy Rich Asians, we might have lost sight of. We might have been like a little too zero, had too much tunnel vision, too zeroed in on the fact that like, oh, how important is this movie? Is this one of the best movies of blah blah? But I'm glad there's another movie that came out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. This is something I did watch, and I thoroughly enjoy. And I like. I'm so happy you enjoyed. it. And not only did I enjoy it, but I like thought about it afterwards yeah. too. Yeah. You know, uh, I I always forget the exact wording of the of the type to all the boys I've loved. Before. Before, to all the boys I've loved before, right? Yes. Which is uh, a Netflix, another rom-com. It is a high school rom-com. Uh, with, um, it's about a, a girl whose uh, mom was, whose mom had passed away. She was Korean. Her dad is uh, Caucasian. And it's like a high school rom-com about her, like in high school and stuff. I don't want to. I don't want to give anything away because you should act. You should watch it. Yeah. And I. I went in knowing nothing. Okay. Knowing nothing, and um, it was like a delight. Now the, so delightful. It, and it's not that long either. It's like an hour and a half, yeah. if that. Um. There, the only thing that kind of bothered me, but in hindsight, it shouldn't bother me. Maybe it should. I don't know. I don't think it should. Is like. So it's three sisters, right? And they all have the same mom and same dad. Yep. But they are very varying degrees of Asian. But I'm I'm okay with that because I also read this thing about Crazy Rich Asians where people were giving a hard time to some of the Crazy Rich Asian cast members being like, oh, you're not Asian enough to play that character. Mm-hmm. You're like, you're only part Asian, whereas the character is actually full Asian. Yeah. And that seems like a really douchey thing to say. And yeah. so I am like, okay, so maybe I shouldn't, it shouldn't bother me that I can clearly tell that there are varying degrees of Asian and even what kind of Asian, even though they're supposed to be sisters. Mm-hmm. So I can gloss over I'm, that. I'm actually going to, yeah, like it's jarring. It was jarring to me to see the three sisters in one scene because they do look very It's different. when they're in one scene. It's but, when they're together. Yeah, but then when you think about like, um, I think all three are just so perfectly cast. They all do a great job. Especially um, Lana Condor, who plays Lara Jean, the main character. Um, I can forgive all of that because I think they're all so great in those yeah. roles. Um, it, this is my favorite. To All the Boys is my favorite movie of this year. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, and there's been some good movies that I've there's seen. There's been really yeah. good movies this yeah. year. Yeah. Wow! What a delightful movie. What a delightful You're blowing movie. me away here, Jen. What a Jen. delightful movie that reclaims this teen rom-com genre. I wish everyone could see what you're doing right now. With my right fist now. in the air. Oh my gosh. Um, it's a movie that I would show to my daughters. Yeah. I say this not lightly because there's another movie on Netflix called The Kissing Booth and it's also a teen rom-com and I would not show that to my kids. Because I they're, they're... Nothing that... These kids, the high school that these kids go to, and to all the boys, and it's this not a real girl, high school. It's it's 
No, but it's not like 13 reasons why. Oh, yeah, right? it's like, not super dramatic I either, yeah. I hope that high schools aren't like that. And maybe more high schools are like 13 reasons why, that environment, than to all the boys. But, like, nothing that happens in this movie is, ter- like, these characters are That's so are overly inter- dramatic. Yeah, these characters aren't terrible. They are young teens with young teenage problems that are not, like... So really dramatic and so, um, I don't know, like, there are choices that people make in rom-coms that make me feel so upset, and, like, there's nothing like that here. It's just purely good, um, and what I love so much about the main character is how internal she is, Mm. um, and you don't get a lot of that, um, on screen. Those types of characters don't play very well on the screen and as, as characters in movies because when you're internalizing so many things, the character in the book, because this is also based on a book by a Korean-American author named Jenny Han, it reads well on on paper because you you can hear their thought processes, but it doesn't translate well on the screen. Right, and, right. And they were able to make this character... Um, come to life yeah. and and embrace that she's an introvert, embrace all these like things that like make her not the typical like party going kind of like teenage girl. Um and I just really love the characterization of her character and of course the internet's boyfriend Peter Kavinsky. Yeah. Like, he's blown up so much. Seriously. And I love Noah Centineo. I think he's super great and he reminds me of Mark Ruffalo, like the way he talks and he looks. And oh, I'm the, not the, the only the speech a little mm-hmm. bit, yeah. Um, and so I think he's going to be a big star. I don't think people talk enough about Lana Condor because I think her performance is outstanding. I think she's so funny and she's just so great. And she's like not in high school. She's like in her 20s, but like she just feels like a high school kid. Um, the thing that I want to say is I wish there was a movie like this when I was a teenager mm. because I look at her and I see me. Mm. And I don't actually have issues like that. Um, I grew up in a town where I was the majority. Like, a lot of the kids look like me. And so I never... I didn't need that on screen because it was my real life. Mm. Um, With that being said, though, I know that's not a lot of minorities' experiences. I know people yearn to see a proper characterization or a, a whole wide range of characters that um, of people who look like them and and I think it means a lot and so many of the tweets and so many of the narratives around when this movie was released were people being like I I wish I can go back in time Mm -hmm. and like and had this movie to show my younger my teenage self um and the author Jenny Han um she's also you know, the, the movie got made, um, there were so many, uh, like, she's a very successful young adult novelist, and, like, it's based on a trilogy of books, like, mm-hmm. much like the Crazy Rich Asians. I have and Wikipedia I've, I've, those as well. I've read all of them. I've gone to signings where I'm more than double the age of most of the kids <laughs> there, and she's always been nice to me and my friends, because we're, like, practically her age, and we're like, can you sign her? <laughs> we love We love her, Jean. Um... She mentioned that, like, when this movie was being optioned for movies, like, um, like every single producer told her, well, what if 
What if Flora Jean was white? Like, why does she have to be Asian? Man. Anyone can play this character. And, like, she very firmly was like, um, this spirit of Flora Jean is Asian, so I will, that's, like, not, that's, that's, like, not a deal for me. Like, I, I cannot do that. And only one production company um, was like, okay, like, we'll make the movie that you want. And that's okay. the production company that she went with that made the movie. And so it's just this, like, narrative after narrative of difficult conversations where people are literally telling us that we're not good enough to be represented on screen. Or, like, no one wants to watch Asian-Americans. And, you know, with Kevin Kwan, with Jenny Han, like, they stuck to their their absolute artistic vision that, like, these characters that they've created, this world that they've created, has to be you know, the characters that they've, um, they've created. And so, um, you know, for me, this movie isn't so much about Asian-ness because it's mm-hmm. not even, yeah, it's you're not right. even, you're right. it's not like, you know, her mom is, mom was Korean and there's like references to like a Korean drink that like she likes or whatever, but it's, it's, Yes, I think her being half Asian and her being Asian is very, like, central to her as a character, but it's not central to the movie itself. Um, and so, the, for me, the movie works on different levels. A hundred percent. It works just as this, like, perfect, delightful little movie that you can watch. I've watched it, like, 12 times by now. Um, and a good example of what a good movie can be. Um, and it's less about the Asianness. But just knowing that people fought for this yeah, yeah. and that she exists in the world is just, like, good enough for me. And um, and I I watched both of these movies on one weekend, and I like it was, like, the best weekend I've ever had, like, uh, the summer. Um, just because, like, you know, I came back from watching Crazy Rich Asians in a packed screening, a packed show. Uh, packed uh, theater and then I came home and I like watched this and I was just like I'm so happy my heart's so full yeah I mean I, I think you know to all the boys I loved before I think it does a really good job of it's same thing with Crazy Rich Asians which is that like it just goes to show like people are cool with you know watching people who don't look like them yep. you know what I mean and some things are like, on, on the surface, it may be different, right? Like, with Crazy Rich Asians, like, on the surface, it may be different. Like, I'll never know what it's like to live in Singapore or be that rich or whatever. But there are some things, if you drill down deep enough, there are these core issues that are universal, even if on the surface level, culturally, they are so different. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, Crazy Rich Asians, it's like, problems with in-laws... Guess what? That is a universal thing. You know what I mean? To all boys I've loved before. It's like, you know, like high school drama. Like, guess what? Culturally, there may be some differences depending on, you know, your ancestry. But, like, that is a universal thing. Yeah. You know, and it just goes to show, like, the more different we are, the more we are actually the same. Yeah. You know, and that's why I love both these movies. And they do it so differently, but they do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, you mentioned, like, I love the fact that, like, I heard the sales for that Korean yogurt drink. It's, it's like yeah. went up four hundred percent after that came out. And it's funny because what that joke, what that goes to show you is that it's not like people like you and me who've drank that before who yeah. are going to get that. It's people who have not yeah. Yeah. had that before that are going to get it. You know, I wasn't like you know what I haven't had in a long time. I'm like no, I'm like oh that's cool that that's on there. I I know that, but yeah. it doesn't make me want to drink it. But there are people out there who like 
Yo, I need to find out. What I need that to is. find out yeah. what that is. What is Peter Kavinsky drinking? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's why that's why I, I thought both of these movies, in very different ways, did a great job of being that next step in an Asian American representation. Yeah. Like especially on the on the on the big screen. Yeah. Um, there was another movie you wanted. Yeah. To, so I to wanted mention. to end with um, with an actor who has spent his entire career representing us for a really long time mm-hmm. and being the he, only... He was one of your earliest obsessions of the episode. Do you remember? As a person? It was a meme. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Hashtag starring John Cho. Hashtag starring John Cho. So John Cho was in a smaller movie um, uh, recently called Searching, and it's actually playing still, and um, I really loved it, and I loved it for its innovation. Because the entire movie takes place on screens, so it's not, uh, so like literally while you're sitting there, you're just seeing people type search things, watch videos on YouTube, um, Skyping, and it's, you think that you get tired of it after like the first 15 minutes. But you don't? But you don't, because it like, because it moves the plot along. Um, so you're, like, looking at security footage, you're looking at, like, it's just, it's very interesting, and then it made me realize, like, oh, like, everything is digital. Like, yeah, that's true. It's so crazy. But um, he plays a uh, father um, of a daughter who goes missing, and so that's what the searching is. Um, but it's an Asian-American family, and it just was really nice. And, again, in, in this movie, even less than... Crazy Rich Asians and um, and to all the boys, like the Asianness is not a uh, factor at all in the driving of the narrative. Like this, mm-hmm. literally, could have been John Cho, his white wife, right. and their mixed child. It could have been not John Cho, a white family. It could have been a black family. It literally does not matter because that's not what the movie is about. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it is, and the fact that like you see this like full, fully lived, fully realized portrayal of a family who you know for you and I look like our family, like which is really really nice. Shows that audiences don't care. Like you don't need it's, to. Yep, it's you know about what I mean? the storytelling. Yes. It's about it's about the narrative, but it's it does not have to be about um, the people. Yeah, you don't need. To these producers are like, what if we made like audiences don't care? Audience will audiences will watch it yeah. regardless. Yeah. You know what but I mean? Steve, I really want you to watch it. If I, you will watch it. I will um, watch there it. There is a plot, like a major plot twist, oh. that I was like, <gasps> all right, okay. Yeah, is is it okay to watch with the wife? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, does she like? Is she does she get scared easily? I mean, she doesn't like horror movies. It's not a horror movie. Okay, it's right. just it's tense. That's fine. Suspenseful. That's fine. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, think so. I I got through it, and I can't watch anything. Fair. Yeah. Okay. All right. Perfect. No, I mean, I think, you know, with all these movies, it's important to note that, like, you know, like they don't need, like, we don't, we don't, they don't have to care so much about, you know, like whitewashing roles. You know, I think the producers have it wrong. Like, people are cool mm-hmm. with it. You know what I mean? Maybe that was the case 10, 20 years ago. You know, but I think now, like, I don't think people care. And I think they just got to understand that, you know, like, these movies can be successful, critically acclaimed, you know what I mean, regardless. So, um, I think, I mean, was there anything else you wanted to say 
Yeah. All right. So why don't we take a break here, and then we'll come back with our obsessions of the episode. And we're back. Okay, so uh, for our obsessions of the episode, um, I'm going to do mine just really quick. I, I'm an avid gamer, and sometimes I'm prone to anger, like when I play and I don't play well, or if I lose or something happens that I don't think should happen. Um, and I've discovered, I, they're old, right? But I've discovered, I've rediscovered rage videos. Um, when you first told me that, I was just like, oh, like, Rogue Rage? And you were like... No, like, video game Rage, right? And I was like, oh, there's a video game called Rage? <laughs> and I was like, no, I mean, pe- people play who play video games, raging out. So, it's video... It's, some of these people on the internet are so clever. What they'll do is, they'll watch video gamers stream, and every time a guy or gal, mostly guys rage out they'll record it and make compilation videos of different people raging out at different times and it's like these people rage out so often that they come out with a new compilation video like every other day Are these at people least once a week whose livelihoods depend on mostly them winning yeah. because like oh like, no not winning no or just playing playing yeah but not like if, if they didn't, are these professional gamers or some of them? Anyone? Some yeah. of them? No, no, no. Oh, all of them are at least popular. Okay. You know what I mean? No, all of them are popular okay. to varying degrees, yeah. but yeah, all of them are popular. And um, but like, it's not like if they if they lose, like it's not they're not playing inside a competition where like it's a tournament or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, it's like it's just them playing casually. Albeit, like, competitively, mm-hmm. but it's not in a competition. But they are so filled with rage that, it, like, for example, like, if they had lost, it wouldn't affect their livelihood. Like, yeah. their livelihood is dependent on their popularity. Mm-hmm. And this isn't affecting their popularity. If anything, it is increasing their popularity. You know what I mean? Um, and they get really crazy. They throw things. Throw things, break things. Curse. Uh, curse. This one guy has this really bad habit of spitting on his camera uh-huh. because it's, I guess it's his way of, like, disrespecting. Oh, like, he's literally, it's like, not, like, as he's talking, spitting no, no, no. out. No, he'll, like, like, he'll, like, hock a loogie. Dude. It's so vile. Yeah. And my wife hates when I watch it. Yeah. But I cannot stop. Okay. Because I guess for me, it reminds me, like, when I'm not. I'm not. Like well, that. it's like I'm not like I'm not like that. You know what yeah. I mean? And it reminds me how ridiculous it looks. So when I get mad, I'm like, okay, this is this is ridiculous. You know what I mean? There's no need to be that. Mad. It's super entertaining. Super entertaining. So that's my obsession. I can't stop. I I literally cannot. You can stop. link me to a video. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll. I linked it to my cousin, and he watched all of them. <laughs> And, and we like, were just laughing. We were just laughing so hard. There are times where, like, some of the stuff in those videos, I will just, like, think about randomly and start giggling to myself. <laughs> I will link you. I will you link know what? You. Better that you're watching these things versus you doing these things. Agreed. I approve. I approve. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. What's um, yours? 
Mine will be super quick, too. Over the summer, I kind of really got into Ariana Grande, and I don't really like her. I mean, I don't really... I feel very indifferent towards her, and then... And her music? Yeah, so, like, before this album, like, I, like, did not like her music. I don't like the fact that she can't enunciate, so, like... It's a lot of... What's Just slurring of words, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like mumble rap, but like yes. mumble thing. Yes. Um, and I just like I wasn't into it, but she released an album called Sweetener, um, in August. August oh, was a really good month. <laughs> very good um, month for you. Very good month, and it's a good album. Like it is good. So the lead single was No Tears Left to Cry, which is good. And then I really like the follow up single, which is God Is a Woman. Mm-hmm. Which she Oh, um, I've heard that on the radio many times. VMAs as well. Um, there's a song called Pete Davidson because she's engaged to Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel very, like, meh about all of it. Um, I think she's gone through a lot. She's gone through a lot in the past year or so with I the Manchester yeah. um, shootings. And then also, like, her ex-boyfriend, Mac Miller's death um, a few weeks ago. So I think right now she's, like, laying low. The Aretha Franklin funeral oh, stuff. Like, people groping her. Yeah. Um... I think that, uh, I don't know that she's going to go on tour with this album because I think she's trying to, like, be low-key right now. And I'm not going to go see her because I'm not into that, but I have listened to this album a lot more than other things I've listened to um, mm-hmm. in the past month or so. So it's really good. Um, start with the singles, but the whole album's good. I will say, um, I think the album is good because Pharrell... Um, produced it and so there's a very Pharrell sound to yeah, it yeah. and I'm positive that's kind of why I gravitate towards it because I really also love like just like his stuff like I love his work with Gwen Stefani and like it just kind of yeah um and she has a great voice so it like it really is is good and I think it's gotten a lot of good critical uh reception too so awesome very cool very cool um I will yeah God is Woman is it's a pretty good song, mm-hmm. you know. I it's, it's I like it when it, I, it's on the list of songs. When when I hear it on the radio, I don't switch. Got stations. it. But no, it's not quite um, nice. For nice what? for what? It's not. It's not nice for what? It's not nice for what? Okay. Um, I think that's all we got. That's awesome. All right. Um, so remember to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Please make Tell sure your to check friends, out. Guys. Yeah. Please make sure to check out Crazy Rich Asians and to all the boys I've loved before. You know, if you haven't checked it out uh, and thus searching. far, and searching and searching, I'll definitely do that. Um, so yeah, until next time, bye guys. Bye guys. Bye.